Hello everyone, welcome to Cookies Crumble. I'm your host, Alana Lapidan, and this is my first podcast. Um, I don't really know what I'm doing. I've never done a podcast before, always wanted to, but didn't really know what I was doing, and that's still the case. I apologize if this audio is really bad. This is my second time recording this exact episode because the first time the sound was just absolutely so horrendous. I couldn't even listen back to it while I was editing. It was so painful because I was in my apartment study room and it's a lofted apartment. So the sound just echoed so much and there was like no furniture in the study room so it was just so bad didn't really know how to work my mic still don't know if i'm using it correctly if i just have a shitty mic or what the deal is so if this is bad again i'm sorry but i don't really i feel like it's just not gonna be organic if i keep re-recording the same thing so anyways welcome to cookies crumble i am cookie which i will explain why i am cookie But just to give a quick introduction for who I am, if you don't already know, um, my name's Alana. I also go by Lonnie to my friends. Um, I also respond to Cookie, obviously. I am 20 years old. I go to Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but I'm originally from Chicago, I'm studying psychology at Marquette, and I just recently added education and sociology minors, so we'll see how that goes. For my living situation, I'm currently living in an apartment with three of my best friends on campus in Milwaukee, and they kind of encouraged me to start this podcast, so thanks, guys. The reason that this show is called Cookies Crumble is because one of my good friends joey shout out joey he thought you know it would be a good play on words cookies crumble that's how the cookie crumbles i am cookie you know doesn't get much better than that so here we are i feel like it's important that i explain this why i'm cookie because it's like literally the name of my podcast basically It's my childhood nickname. My dad started calling me Cookie when I was born. It kind of just caught on. I was called Cookie until about the ripe age of 14. And at that point, I said, okay, enough of that because that's embarrassing. Everyone used to call me Cookie. Friends, family, my team, whoever called me Cookie. I got rid of it for a while, but then As a joke one day, I made the mistake of telling my college friends that that was my childhood nickname, and they started calling me that. And it kind of started off as a joke, but like that TikTok says, I don't think it's a joke anymore. And I kind of vibe with it. I think it's funny. So yeah. On this podcast, I don't know. I have a long list of topics that I want to discuss. It's going to really range. Like the direction I want to take this podcast is the vibe of like, sitting in your college apartment at 3 a.m. having like a really deep discussion about all of life's greatest mysteries and like really deep topics with your friends. Um, And I'm going to be bringing in a lot of my friends for certain episodes that I think will suit them well and they can talk a lot about. 
to really just capture those moments because I feel like I am always having deep talks with my friends and why not, you know, remember it? Why not look back and be able to see what our opinions were on a certain topic or just, you know, do it for fun. Like, see what happens when we talk about different things. So, yeah, I don't really have, like, a complete trajectory of what I want out of this podcast. I don't even know who's going to listen to it besides my friends. I don't know if I even want other people to listen to it besides my friends, but I'm doing it. So, one thing that I want to do for this show is talk about the highs and lows of my week or whatever's happening in my life recently because, you know, that's how the cookie crumbles. Sometimes there's good things, sometimes there's bad things in life, and it's good to reflect on them, and I think it's interesting. So, for my first high ever on Cookies Crumble, I would say my high is finally starting this podcast. This has been something that I've wanted to do for so long, probably like two years now, but I was just so scared of doing it for multiple reasons, but I'm glad I'm finally pushing myself to do it um, and get getting my creative juices flowing for once because I'm not really one to consider myself a creative individual. I'm not good at art, not really great at music. Like, I just never really had a creative outlet, and I think that this will be something really fun, because I love just talking about random things. (laughs) And to follow that up, my low recently would probably be just feeling very, very anxious, and I'm going to talk about this a ton on the podcast, because I think it's really important that people start talking about it more, but my mental health is something that I've kind of always struggled with, and... You know, I can pinpoint like a few reasons why I'm anxious, but overall, not really sure. And that's okay. And everybody goes through it at some point. But yeah, my low would be feeling very anxious. Um, And now on to the meat of this episode, which is something funny, actually, before I get into what this actually is. When I originally recorded this first round of recording this episode... I had 40 questions with Cookie was the title, but then after reviewing what I talked about, some of the questions were just not interesting at all and were so shallow, and I'm like, literally nobody cares about this. Like, nobody cares. So I decided to delete some of those and stick with some of the more, you know, substantial questions that I feel like would be interesting to talk about. Um, And these questions I literally just found on Google. It's kind of like a spinoff of like the 73 questions with Vogue or like the game 20 questions. But this is 23 questions. Such an arbitrary number. But, you know, I don't really follow the standards of how to do these things. So, yeah, this is going to be 23 questions with Cookie. And hopefully my responses to these will be a good introduction into who I am, the way I think. I don't know, just stuff about me. Um, I don't know if anybody cares, but this is going to be my first episode. 23 questions with Cookie. The first question, what are you most excited about these days? And I would have to say for this, 
it's really just the idea of growing into myself and kind of finding myself, finding who I am. I feel like I'm, especially with making this podcast, I feel like I'm finally in tune with the things that I want to do. Um, I'm very secure in my opinions about things and I'm just way more comfortable like expressing myself, whether that be through the podcast or even just like random things like fashion i i feel like my fashion sense is basic but i really like it and you know as opposed to last year where i was going to class in leggings or sweatpants now most days i'm going to class in actual outfits that are cute and acceptable to wear and i'm really proud of that i'm proud and excited that i'm starting projects that i've always wanted to this podcast being the main thing But I'm glad I'm finally pushing myself to do the things I was always kind of, you know, pushing off. So that is what I'm really excited about. Question number two is a recent hobby of mine. I don't know how many people I've told about this because I'm kind of a blabbermouth if I'm being honest. I feel like I tell everybody all of my business. But for those who don't know... I decided that I was going to sign up for the lottery to run the Chicago Marathon next year in October 2022. I've been running a lot recently. I've always kind of been a runner. I've been very like athletic my entire life. I grew up playing softball very competitively, but was never really great at running. And I always accredited that to the fact that I'm five foot one and my legs are really short and make it difficult for me to run long distances but you know I'm gonna push myself because that's another thing that I've been wanting to do so a recent hobby of mine is running I've been doing shorter mileage like three to four miles during the week like Tuesday Wednesday Thursday ish following a running plan and then on the weekends like Saturday I do longer runs so I just started training like three weeks ago, so the farthest I've gotten is seven miles. I know in the grand scheme of things, compared to 26.2 miles, that's nothing. But for me, it's a big accomplishment because I've never run more than like three miles before starting training for this. So I'm very proud of myself for making that a new hobby and sticking to it and being consistent. That was like such a ridiculously long answer. I've been running. That's my hobby. (laughs) The next question is, what is the best decision that I've ever made? Easily, without a doubt, as of right now, in this point in my life, transferring colleges. I went to Arizona State University for my very first semester of college, was miserable. I had no friends. I ate every meal alone, did everything alone, really. I just like I was so lonely and depressed. I was so far from home. I was in a different time zone than everybody I cared about. Um, And it was just really hard. And so I didn't even stay there a full year. I transferred at Christmas break to Marquette University, which is where I still am. And I love it here. It's the perfect size for me. I love the classes that I've taken. I love the people that I've met. My friends here are just so great. Like, I've never really been the type of person to have a big, solid group of friends that lasts until I came here. 
And I'm just really grateful for that. And I feel like the people that I've met at Marquette are going to be in my life for a very long time. I feel like I've found my bridesmaids. I feel like I've just really fit in here. And I'm very, very grateful that I decided to transfer. (laughs) The next question is, what's the best thing that's happened to you this year? And I was thinking about this, and I'm just going to be really upfront with this. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Antidepressants are the best thing that happened to me this year. Like I said before, have a lot of mental health issues, have for a long time. And I finally this summer got prescribed medication to help with my depression and anxiety. And they have honestly changed my life. I My mood is generally, for the most part, despite me saying that I've been very anxious lately, um, for the most part, since I've taken antidepressants, my mood has been very stable. Life is very pleasant. I don't get worked up over things anymore, really, that used to bother me. And I just feel like I have such a better quality of life. So I would say that the medication is the best thing that's happened to me this year. Question number five, what is your comfort movie? I didn't even have to consider this one Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde is my favorite movie of all time. I could be sad, happy, angry, anything. I watched Legally Blonde and I instantly feel better than before I watched it. It's so funny. It has such a good message. Reese Witherspoon is my favorite actress of all time. I feel like I'm going to name my first child after her. And I just love Legally Blonde so much. I could go on and on, but yeah. (laughs) Question number six is one talent that you wish you had. I always have wished that I could play an instrument. I wish I could either play like piano, guitar, anything really. Like I played recorder in fifth grade, wasn't good at it. It honestly sounded like a rodent was dying when I played it. Um, but that's the closest I've ever really gotten to playing an instrument. I have attempted to play the guitar and the ukulele. They have not gone well. So I think it's just not really for me, but I wish that I possessed that talent to play a musical instrument. Um, next question. If you made a documentary, what would it be about? Again, always circling back to this because I'm that bitch, but... I think my documentary would be about my mental health journey and I know that a lot of people go through their own stuff and their own mental health problems but I truly think that my mental health journey is so is this like egotistical to say but I feel like I've just made so much progress and like things have changed so much in my life in regards to that like part of my life that I think it would be really cool to like make a documentary kind of like reflecting on like the different times in my life and like how I got through them or how I didn't do so well with certain things and kind of just showing that whole journey I think would be really interesting for me to watch and maybe for other people. I don't know if anybody would care but next question is at what age were you the happiest? I would honestly say that when I was 17 years old, that was the happiest I ever was. 
And that's like kind of hard for me because when I think of being 17, I'm like, oh shit, like I was in a relationship with like my ex-boyfriend and that didn't go so well. So like that must not have been like a good time. But no, like even if things don't end up well, you can still reflect and be like, wow, that was a really great memory or that was a really good time in my life, even though it may not have ended in a great way you can still find appreciation i think for the past of things and just appreciate different parts of your life even though they didn't go as planned and at 17 i was just like so carefree like i wasn't really stressed about colleges yet i was playing softball in high school like i mentioned i was having a really great season my friends were great. I was in a really happy relationship. And yeah, I just can't really think of anything that went wrong at that age. So I would say 17. Next question. What's one vice you wish you could give up? I would say social media is the biggest vice that I wish I could give up. Going on social media, like Instagram primarily, can make me so anxious and I don't I think it's just because I compare myself to people a lot like in terms of like body image and like how awesome their life seems with what they post even though like I know social media is fake like it's all like a highlight reel but it makes me so upset sometimes like watching people's stories or these Instagram models are posting and I'm like why am I not them like why don't I look like that why am I not doing this with my life and I wish I could just give it up altogether because I feel like I would be way less anxious all the time but I think I just like posting my own pictures on Instagram which is kind of ironic um but yeah I like posting on Instagram I love posting on my private story on Snapchat so I just don't see myself giving it up in the foreseeable future but I wish I could Question 10. Where do you see yourself in five years? I picked this question because I just think it's so funny how things can change in like a matter of a year or even like a month or two. Because if you had asked me this question in September, I would have told you flat out, I'm living in an apartment in Chicago with my friend. I'm wrapping up occupational therapy school, getting a really high paying job maybe in a relationship at some point very cut and dry but in the past like month or two I've just come to the realization that none of that well not none of it but like school wise job wise that's not what I want to do I'm pretty unsure of what I want to do with my life at this point I think I do want to move back to Chicago and live with my friend and definitely have a dog but I don't know what the future is going to look like in terms of working. I know that, well, I don't know, but the plan, the hope, if I pass everything, is to graduate a semester early, which means that I would be done with my undergrad career at Marquette this time next year. So at the end of next fall, I would be done potentially. And that means that Picking out what I want to do for the rest of my life is coming up very, very quickly. 
I need to figure out if I'm going to grad school. If I do, what master's program would I do? What job do I want to have? Um, where do I, I was going to say, where do I want to live? But I know I'm going to end up back in Chicago. I think anyone you ask that knows me would say Chicago. But yeah, I, it's hard for me to answer this question, but I would just say for sure living in Chicago with my friend, hopefully being done with school for good because I hate school and having just some sort of job that I enjoy doing that pays my bills. (laughs) I don't know what that will be. I don't know if my job would change or I would stick with that for the rest of my career, but I just want a good job that I enjoy going to and pays at least enough to get me by. (laughs) The next question is favorite grade in school. And I would have to say my senior year of high school, I was 17 for half of this year. Like I mentioned earlier, like 17 was my favorite age. But honestly, like I graduated high school the year before the pandemic hit. So I hate to like throw it in people's faces that didn't have these experiences. But like I got senior prom. I got senior night for softball. I got all the last football games, all of that stuff. And it was just so fun. I felt like everybody in my senior class was like really close with each other. There was no drama really. And it was just a really fun time you know, before everybody left and went their separate ways to college. And again, I was like still in that really happy relationship. Um, And yeah, I just think senior year was the most fun for me. I felt the most like confident out of all the high school years during my senior year. And I think that that's probably a big factor in why I picked that. But yeah, I would say senior year was the best grade for me. Question 12, what is the biggest lesson that I've ever learned? I would have to say the lesson that time heals everything. And this can be applied to so many different things. But, you know, whether you're upset, whether you're anxious, whatever, like you just need to give yourself time and grace to process things and sit with them and work through them. And you can't just expect yourself to be healed and feel so much happier and have everything in your life resolved and going well overnight like as much as that would be amazing you need to give things time and I had to kind of recognize this too in the past like year or two of my own life was that it felt like things in my life were going wrong for such a long time that I was like this is never gonna end it's always gonna be like this but it's not Yeah, it takes a little bit of work to really get to that point, but if you just give yourself time and don't expect to do a complete 180 and just have all the answers overnight, then you're going to be so much happier in the long run because you're not forcing things, you're not putting pressure on yourself. So just know that time heals everything If things suck right now, they're not going to suck forever. I definitely need to remind myself that sometimes, but time does heal everything. You're going to be okay eventually. You just need to, you know, work through things and process things, get the help you need, whatever. And that that applies to a lot of things, I feel like. So take that however you want. (laughs) 
Question 13 is, what is the biggest compliment you've ever received? Now, I could say, like, the girls at work, guys, I I work at the desk at a dorm on campus, and the only thing anybody ever says to me is, oh my god, I love your nails. Like, thank you. I appreciate that. That's so sweet of you. But what I'm saying with the biggest compliment thing is, like, when somebody compliments who you are as like a person your character like it just hits different so with that being said the best compliment i've ever received is that i'm loyal my mom says this all the time and i'm always like whatever yeah that's great but no like i think that being loyal is something that's so rare these days whether that be in friendships romantic partners to yourself anything and i really appreciate that because I you know I always tell my friends and I try to show them as much as I can that like I would take a bullet for any of my friends and I think that they all know that but I think that who you identify as like your actions should really back that up and you know I view myself as loyal so I always try to you know go out of my way for the people close in my life Overall, what I'm trying to say is that it's a good compliment to be loyal, so I'm proud of that. And I don't know if that's vain of me to say, but yeah. Number 14, when are you most inspired? And I wasn't really sure about this because I'm like, you know, I don't really know what like feeling inspired like is if that makes sense. Like, I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but I'm like, oh, and like artists are like, oh, I'm feeling so inspired. Like, okay, that makes sense. But like in day-to-day life, like what would you be inspired by and how would you like reciprocate that out through your actions, if that makes sense? Like I've just always been kind of lost on that. But then I thought about it and I came to the conclusion that when I see my friends succeeding, it inspires me so much to, like, succeed on my own. Like, whether that be through, like, academics. I have a lot of friends that are in, like, the nursing program at Marquette, and I know how hard it is for them. But, like, seeing them, like, do well on a test or doing something really good at their clinicals. Like, I just get so inspired by it, and I'm like, oh my god, like, that's awesome. That must feel so great. And I'm like, I want to feel that accomplishment and, you know, that makes me want to study harder or, you know, push myself to do something that's maybe difficult for me. So I would say that when I see my friends own successes, that inspires me. Question 15. What's one thing you wish you could change about yourself? And I feel like a lot of people would say like, physical things um and yeah I definitely have those too but I've kind of you know thrown in the towel on that one because I'm like I'm not changing anytime soon physically and I don't think I need to I don't think anybody needs to so kind of gave up on that whole thing I took this more as like what's a trait you wish you could change about yourself so for that I would say my habit of comparing myself I hate that I compare myself to people I see online, people I know from school, my friends. Like, they are not me and I am not them. No matter how hard I try, 
we're never going to be the same and I need to just accept that. And I don't know why I can't, but it's something that I need to work on and maybe I can't change it about myself for good, but I can definitely work on it Um, because it's not healthy and it's not good for me. (laughs) So yeah, I think if I could change anything about myself, it would be kind of to like care way less and stop comparing myself because it's it's pointless next question what makes you feel the most like yourself and i identify as like a very introverted person so i feel like whenever i'm alone or like when i'm running and i'm just in my own thoughts and like with myself there's no outside opinions or influences like coming into my brain I feel the most like myself because I can kind of just like let my thoughts run free and like really reflect on things. I think the part of like when I'm running, I feel like that makes me feel the most like myself because I've always just been an athletic person and that's kind of like my niche. Like I feel capable when I'm running because being athletic is like one of the only things that I've felt like I'm good at which is really sad to say because I know I'm good at other things, but I think when I'm being active and I'm in my element with that and I'm able to do it, you know, on my own, I just feel very much like myself. Question 17 is, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Um, And I would say that the best piece of advice is life is too short. Life is too short to not go for it, to not, you know, tell people that you love them because this may be really morbid, but like you or I could die tomorrow. Nobody knows. Life is so unpredictable and unfair that, you know, you don't want to look back on your life with regrets or be on your deathbed and say, you know, I really wish I started that podcast. I wish that I had started that you know, art project or taken that class or told that boy that I liked him because life's too short. It's stupid to not tell people how you really feel, to not put yourself out there and take a risk. Um, You know, things could change in an instant. I'm being really repetitive with this one, but yeah, life is too short. I'm going to sound like a frat boy when I say this, but like send it, just send it, do it, get it done live with no regrets because life could be over in the blink of an eye which is really sad and depressing but it's true and i think that that's a good way to kind of live your life as if every day is the last which that's so cringy that i'm saying that but you get the point just do it question 18 biggest regret I would say that my biggest regret is not getting the professional help that I needed for my mental health for such a long time. I've probably had depression and anxiety looking back since I was 12, 13, probably 12. I can remember being in like seventh grade, like laying in my bed all summer. And I was like, I don't know why I just like don't want to get out of bed. Like, it's a nice summer day, it's bright out, I'm 12, like, I should be hanging out with friends, doing something fun, like, I physically could not and did did not want to get out of bed, um, and I was just crying all the time, I've always been a very anxious person, it's only gotten worse over the years, 
there was a lot of internal baggage that I had that I needed to air out, I think, and work through. And I didn't start going to therapy until about, um, I've been going for about a year now, but it took me 19 years, almost 20 years, to seek professional help. And I'm so glad I did because at least for me, like I know therapy isn't for everybody, but I think it's such a great way for me to, you know, talk about my feelings and get professional advice without, you know, trauma dumping onto my friends, which I have done in the past and that's not cool. But now that I have those resources and like I know what to do to help myself, my life is just so much easier and so much better and I regret not, you know, getting a therapist, getting medicated earlier because I feel like I almost, you know, missed opportunities um, potentially in my life that would have been fun or could have just like enriched my life and I was too busy being unstable that I missed them, maybe. Um, and you know, everybody learns, everybody, you know, figures things out as they go. So I need to be a little bit more, I don't know, easier on myself in terms of that. But I would say that I do regret, um, not taking care of those things earlier because life is really awesome now that I do have those things in my life. Um, next question, what's something you've always wanted to do, but were too scared to? Number one, like I keep saying, starting this podcast. Number two, running a marathon, which I'm doing both of those things this year, or at least attempting to. And as a follow-up question, question 20 is why were you scared to do those things? For the podcast, I was, and I still am, very scared that people will think I'm weird for doing this. Um, I'm scared people are going to make fun of me. If they find this, that I, like, people that I don't want to find this, um, even my own friends, like, I'm scared they're gonna, like, secretly make fun of me or think this is weird. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, if you want to roast my podcast, then you can start your own. Like, nope, you, you, you don't have the right to, like, judge somebody for something that they want to do or brings them joy if you're not doing it yourself like that's hypocritical so you know what i'm gonna do what i want to do i'm not hurting anybody by doing it and i think it's gonna really help me get my feelings out use it as a creative outlet spend some time with my friends so maybe it is a little weird maybe it's stupid but you know i think it's gonna be fun so why not Um, and then in terms of the marathon, if I'm being honest, like I'm just really terrified of failure. I think everybody is, but I think I'm scared of failure, like an unhealthy amount, um, just from, you know, prior trauma (laughs) as a child playing softball in a very competitive community. But I'm just like, I still am kind of scared that I'm just not going to be strong enough to do it mentally and physically, which, you know... Every week that I train and get stronger, I'm kind of proving to myself like that my body is stronger than what my brain is telling me that I can and can't do. Um, So I'm proud of myself for pushing myself out of my comfort zone, um, doing this for myself, 
But I was scared of it because I thought I would fail and I'm, you know, I don't want to let myself down. I don't want to let other people down. But I do want to prove to myself that that's not the case. Question 21 is, do you believe in second chances? And my answer is yes. I believe that people can definitely change and learn from their mistakes. So I think it's, you know, worth giving people second chances. But beyond a second chance, at that point, I think if you're, you know, hurting somebody or doing something deliberately after a second chance, like you're just being careless and, you know, maybe you don't deserve a third chance. So, you know, learn from your mistakes, do better once you realize that, you know, something's wrong or things could be better, but don't do it more than two times. Like, it's like the three strike rule, in my opinion. So, yes, I believe in second chances, but I don't think that it should be second chance after second chance after second chance, if that makes sense. (laughs) Question 22, we're almost done. Who would you want to write your obituary? Easily, my brother. My brother is 23. He graduated early from college, has always been an amazing writer. He was a screenwriting major in college. His job is literally to write and edit for a law firm, and that's pretty epic. So I know he knows what he's doing, and I think that he would write nice things about me. So congrats to my brother on his literacy skills. So if I die tomorrow, Ethan, I give you permission to draft my obituary. Last question is, what is your affirmation for today? Affirmations are so in right now, I feel like. But I always see this one on Pinterest, and maybe it's really cliche, but I think it's true and a good reminder. The affirmation for today is, you are exactly where you are meant to be. I am exactly where I'm meant to be. You are too. If things are shitty right now, They're only teaching you things, making you stronger, setting you up for success in the future. If things are great right now, soak it in. You deserve it. You're meant to be here. Um, And I think I need to remind myself this more too, um, because sometimes I get that imposter syndrome where I'm like, I don't even deserve this. Like, why, why is this happening right now? But you do deserve it. You are meant to be in this moment right now. You're either going to learn from something or you're going to, you know, take the success and run with it. So you are exactly where you're meant to be. What the hell is that? Those are the sounds of Milwaukee. Don't know what that siren was. Really scared me. I don't know if you could even hear that. But yeah, affirmation for today. You are exactly where you're meant to be. And that is how the cookie crumbles. Thank you for listening to the very first episode of Cookies Crumble. The following episodes to come are probably going to be with some of my very close friends. So I'm very excited to hear from them and really get this podcast going. And I appreciate all of you. I don't know who's going to be listening to this, but I'm excited to see what's to come with Cookies Crumble. And I hope you have an awesome day, everybody.